This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. You guys, we back. Welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Another week, another episode, you guys. Again, a podcast for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. It's not our fault that everything is annoying because that's just how life works. But as always, we are your hosts, Sydney and Kendall, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on our nerves this week. And we got the tea this week coming Mm -hmm. in hot. It's spicy. Very muy caliente episode. Oh, okay. Okay. She's bilingual. (laughs) Now, Sid, what are you drinking this episode? Okay, so this episode, I am drinking my chili guava apple <laughs> cider. Yes. If you guys don't follow Sid on Twitter, which you already should be, but she has been going on about her alcohol selection this week and asking for advice nonstop. Um, I have to. The other Everything... day it was this drink she's drinking now and rosé. Mine, yes, and the rosé one. Listen, rose. when I said rosé makes me act a different way. Because it all goes to one spot in my body. I am figure out where it goes. Hey, I feel like wine goes to one spot in my body too. My head. My head feels so heavy when I drink wine. I don't know why. I start acting like Samantha Jones when I have rosé. Screaming. Oh, Samantha Purr. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys, like I said, back for another episode. This episode is, like I said, we got the tea going to be talking about a few things um we have some prior listener submissions that we're also going to be reading so if you were like dang i submitted something for the show and i didn't hear it now is your chance you guys mm-hmm. are going to shine so starting off very set first segment fed up or f-ed up so y'all we already know how this goes um this is where we get off our chest what had us fed up or fucked up this week um new listeners what better way to get to know us than by listening through this um mine is gonna be pretty short because i know we got a lot to get into this episode but i can definitely say what has had me fed up or fucked up is people not doing what they mean and meaning what they say i don't like it i still feel like we're we're at this big age where people do not understand this concept. I just don't get it. I mean it in all forms, all from all sorts of angles in terms of dating, platonic friendships, family, so forth. Again, I want people to do what they mean and mean what they say, because you have to put some consistency between your words and your actions or else I'm not going to believe. And I feel like I'm the type of person who... I try to make sure whatever I'm saying is aligning exactly with my behavior. If I say, hey, we friends, I want to spend time with you. I care about you. I'm going to go forth with doing that and putting forth that effort. But some people, I don't get it. I don't. I'm only saying this because of prior events, nothing too heinous, but still like sick of dealing with people. Yeah. 
I get that. I think I've definitely been on both ends of the sides on that one. A lot of, you know, things said that I do, I've fallen through. And then <laughs> the same thing, like I've had it happen to me. And I think both ways, it's just, it is not fun. It would have me fed up or fucked up too. It's not fun. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like some people will go through with this and still feel like, well, I still did so and so and so and so. It's like, no, again, actions have to align with with what you're saying. If you say and you care about somebody, henceforth, you're going to do things that show you care and not always in ways that you think are best, but listening to the other person and being reciprocal to their energy. Again, this really is going to be a part two of our Valentine's Day episode because I feel like we were discussing this then. Now, that's a good point, too. Because it's like when you constantly have to ask somebody in whatever capacity of your relationship for the same thing over and over again. And they say, I was just talking to my roommate about this the other night about a situationship in my past where, you know what, I'm going to put on my little clown shoes that I would consistently ask this man to respect me. And he would be like, I do, I do, I do. Or I'm going to work on it and nothing would change. So it's like, say that, but mean it like intention behind your words always always and it's I don't feel like it's that difficult because Mm. in essence you could just shut up (laughs) or again align make something come together make there be some sort of like like I said consistency yeah I don't get it I feel like the older I get I try to do that in a manner that's not hurtful and more so productive, but I want more people to learn. It is 2022, you guys. Come on. Oh, it just hit me what year it is. <laughs> grow up. Please grow up. Please grow up. I'm but ma'am, so get into those responses. So I, yes. Kenny's going to tell you guys about this because again, continuation of the previous episode, but she got some good ass responses. Yes. So we're going to call this one red flag or not. So previously this was dating pet peeves in the Valentine's day episode, but we all took to our Instagrams. Well, Sid and I and the annoyed, not offended Instagram and asked you guys some questions like dating pet peeves, last date that had you fed up or fucked up and your Valentine's day plans. So we're going to revisit some of those based off the responses that I got. Yes. So we're going to call this one red flag or not. So Sid and I will go through these responses and say whether or not that's a red flag for us or not. So first one, we have dry sense of humor. Nah, nah, that's that's not a red flag. That's true. I guess that's something you could figure out as it goes on. But now, I guess depending on how sarcastic they will be, I am a super duper dry, sarcastic person. I really am. (laughs) It is so hard for me to be serious. And I have had so many times when people ask me, are you being serious or are you joking? And I'm just like, okay, if you got to ask that, then this just might not be it. But again, I love sarcasm. I think I'm definitely a sarcastic person. What about you? I feed off of people's energies, especially when I'm dating. So if there was somebody with like a dry, sarcastic sense of humor, Uh I'd be like, why do you hate me? (laughs) <laughs> and see I would be cracking up and stuff like that because I'd be like no and you then, hate me but then you have like you remember that video that like went viral I think on Twitter and it was this this man was acting up in Walmart 
on purpose for a video. And this woman was like, what the fuck is your problem? And like, stop to him <laughs> say that. And I really think if somebody had a dry sense of humor and said something to me a certain way, I'd be like, what the fuck is your problem? And then I'm going to start a fight and I'm sure they meant well, but I don't know. I might be a little dry in my approach too. I'm definitely more sarcastic, but yeah. you know, a bitch is sensitive. <laughs> no, but you know what though? I have met people who know, who don't know sarcasm whatsoever. That's And it's flag. scary. It's scary. It's scary when people are not sarcastic. I think that's my red flag, the opposite. <laughs> if you are I not sarcastic, that. that is a red flag. Like, why do you take, why do you care so much? Why is everything so serious? I was talking with my friend recently about a guy that we know that is like this. He is so serious. It's fucking annoying. Like, if you were to have a conversation with him, you would just be like, my brain needs a break. I could see that. I think for this one, I would say not having a sense of sarcasm or not being able to understand sarcasm is the red flag. I don't think a dry sense of humor is the red flag here. It is not. It is not. It'd get irritating, but it wouldn't be the red flag. The next one is relates everything back to themselves, almost like they're bragging. I would say a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, I've been around people like that. It is very irritating. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know. When I have conversations with people, I expect there to be some back and forth dialect. I need there to be some questions asked, something to show that you're engaging. But if you can just talk for 15 minutes and all I've said within those 15 minutes is, "Uh uh-huh, okay, (laughs) I don't fucking care right and catch get the hint yes that too please catch Mm -hmm. on to it I don't know I feel like there's a way to talk about yourself while also learning about somebody else like when you're dating and getting to know people you can still talk about yourself but there still needs to be like some shared experiences some exploration of both interests like I don't know I even was having this conversation with a guy recently. He's like, I always ask you like how you're doing. And I'm like, exactly. You always want me to talk about me. I'm like, damn, if we go have a conversation, can you tell me some stuff, please? Yeah. What the heck? There. So I was out with my friends in Old Town after work one day doing happy hour. Okay. And there was a couple next to us that was clearly on a first date. And we were like trying to figure out how do we help this woman? Because get this away man from would not stop talking. He would not stop talking about himself, his life, uh, like all this stuff. Would not stop talking. And you guys could hear it? Yeah. And she was looking around everywhere but him, completely Aww. disinterested in the conversation, literally looked like a cry for help. And we were just like, this is not going to go well. I don't know how he's not taking the hint. And everyone was watching, not just us, but I was like, how do you not take the hint? How wrapped up are you in this conversation that you're not looking the way she looks? Met only, I feel like I've met a few men, a few men who are like that, but not a lot but I'm also the type of person I cannot fake an interest in those conversations that go on that long oh she wasn't even faking anything it was like the look on her face and even oh. she was like uh-huh I, yeah and I my sister was like know. I'm waiting on them to bring the check or my next peppercorn margarita get me the fuck out of here she got a second drink and a third drink Ooh. all while he was talking and then at one point you hear him go like he was in deep in the conversation he was like slamming his hand against the table like yelling kind of in deep in this conversation he's like i didn't have anybody help me my cousin was shot like all this stuff. wait on the like, first date damn i'm like kanye 
Uh-uh. I don't want any hell no. If we on the first date and not to not to at all joke about any of this, but again, to be on a first date and you are bringing up trauma that you have experienced in your life, I'm gonna have to like fake faint or something because I'm not staying there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty not sure fucking staying too. I'm pretty sure he drove her too. So she was dying to go home. Poor baby. I know. Yuck. Right? Yuck. Ugh, yuck. The next red flag is baby voices. Constantly talking in a baby voice. Nonstop. Did a man submit that? <laughs> no, it was a woman who was saying that like a man like talking in a baby voice all the time or like a baby goo goo gaga like voice in direction to me. her. No, right? that would scare me. It's giving Why? me fetish. It's giving a fetish, but it's giving me also, are we, am, am I not an adult? <laughs> Honestly, you. you look so cute. Even there, I hate when guys, like, I don't know if that falls into babying, but I hate when I talk to guys early on and they're like, hey, boo, hey, bae. And I'm like, what? Boo. <laughs> no, but like, you're not going to talk to me the same way you talk to your dog. Talk to your dog or I don't even know you like that. Like literally, I felt like I had to ghost a guy because he did that. He's like, what's up, boo? I'm like, uh, I am not your boo. (laughs) And he's like, well, damn, what you want me to call you? Your name? I'm like, yes. (laughs) But like first and last name, middle initial. Please. Because again, I don't, it wasn't anybody who like I had gotten serious with. Like I was just very confused. Why do you like pet names so early on? That's so odd. It's because they got a roster. I swear to God, any man that commits to calling you a pet name very early on is so he doesn't mess up your name. Interesting. But I mean, uh, I guess. I don't know. I feel like, honestly, though, for both of the men that I have liked, I don't even call them pet names. I just have code names with my friends. I do, too. With all of my girlfriends, I'm not calling them by their name. I, we have a nickname for them. And then that's what we go forth in referring to them by. Like, I literally cracked a joke about this dude who my friend went out on a date with. No, this isn't true. He does have a home. But I was messing with her one time. And I was like, <laughs> I have to say this as a, a trigger warning. I have to give this I have to give this background before. But no, we used to always crack a joke and be like, homeless dude. And he's not homeless, y'all. But it's an insider. So that's how we refer to him. Literally, he has a home. But we've just still cracked that joke. Um, I also had a friend who dated a guy with a child. And he reminded me a lot of the pursuit of happiness. So that's what I referred to him by. It was just he always was going through it, girl. We were up like, damn, is this nigga from the pursuit of happiness? Damn. So again, I don't see, nah, I don't. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> um, I realized when I was talking to my roommate last night, or like two nights ago, that I seemingly all of my whatever relationships in life have all been J names. So it was very hard for her to follow. Um, (laughs) So I came up with little nicknames for all of them, but she also listens to the podcast. So when I had talking about one of them, she was like, Oh, pizza date, man. Or like coffee. man." So now I have TikTok, TikToks, nicknames 
finally for some of these men. Interesting. I I just know that's that's something that me and my friends always do. I don't even feel like it's by design. It just happens so unintentionally. And I feel like that can happen with everybody. It just be one circumstance or event and you're like this is what I have to label them by for, forever right I got IG crush yes see that's a, that's one that we know yes oh I don't have any new ones my Instagram crush I don't feel like I've talked about him on the podcast no nah. I just show my friends his photo at a bar literally he followed <laughs> me back on Instagram and I was literally running around a bar showing my friends like oh my god <laughs> It's like this the latest week, Pokeball. Literally, I was like, literally, yeah. He followed me back. We soulmates. My friends was like, okay, uh, do you want a drink? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but back to what I was saying about my new soulmate. Did you hear me? Right. Should like, I DM him? Do I like something? Literally, my friends are like, put your phone down, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else did anybody submit? I, I like these. Give her a lot more. So we Woo! have heteronormativity. That's a long one. Um, so in the way this was submitted, it was a friend of mine who was gay and he was talking about just because he's a top doesn't mean he has to be the masculine one in the relationship. Okay. So I think that's also kind of come into like heterosexual relationships in the sense that like when a man wants to be the masculine man mm-hmm. in the relationship and some like, I would say ma- you don't have to be masculine 24 seven. We want to see those walls come down. So yes. is that a red flag when a man has a lot of hyper masculinity very yeah. early on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. If he's giving me Nate Jacobs, red flag. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I get exactly what you're talking about. Like they just give off. It's like this is overbearing. <laughs> I need to be <laughs> soft. <laughs> I need you to not one. be so callous, like, ugh. Right, just a little something. Like, did you cry when your grandmother died? Like, if you say no. These niggas be like, I'm going to the studio. Like, baby, go sit there. <laughs> they gonna go to the club that night. Literally R.I.P. sit down. Grandma. <laughs> so the next one we have is tardiness slash flakiness. So yes. this is like, Saying you have a date with somebody and you set a date, the day day before it comes, you hear nothing from this person, kind of like they're ghosting you. And then the day of the date comes and they cancel. Either they cancel or they reschedule for the next date. When you reschedule, they cancel again. Or flakiness is they're not consistent on like setting Mm -hmm. a date. So like the date will come and you'll be like, are we still on for today? And you're like, oh, actually this happened. Can we rain check? That's definitely a red flag for me because I honestly, I get that things come up and things happen, but after like one time, I'm like, okay, maybe this just mean we all need to hang out. Like I can see if mm-hmm. I haven't talked to somebody in a while and I'm like, oh, we should link down the line. Like, let's hang out. And they're like, okay, what around this time? And then we don't talk for a period of time. Then we come back like, oh, well, we're still going to hang out. And like, oh, something came up. But then next time they follow through or do whatever. Yes, I'll give a person one time. But if we trying to make, if this like our fourth, third time trying to make plans, that just means it does not need to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was, I would say my junior year of college, there was one guy who mm-hmm. I went to high school with. 
where I was like, oh, he fine, whatever. He was older, mm-hmm. knew of him, whatever. He had moved to the city and he was like, let's get sushi. We can go to this BYOB place. I'll pick up the bottle, like dinner's on me, whatever. Let's hang out. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then the day came and I didn't really hear anything from him. And then I texted mm-hmm. him like an hour before, cause I was going to go straight over from class mm-hmm. to him. And he was like, oh, actually like, um, this came up, like, can we reschedule for next week? And then the follow, or it was like two days later or something. And then that next day came and he was like, oh, I have to help my friend move or whatever. So I just didn't reply. Like, I was like, nope. And then a year later, he reached out to me and I was like, do you not remember what happened beforehand? And he was like, to be honest, like I had just gotten out of relationship. I wasn't really over my ex. I was trying to rebound and then I got scared. And I was like, you know what? I understand. But also like, you could have just said that. Like, exactly. And I dealt with somebody like that too, who was really flaky. Like, they would be calling, hitting me up. Like there was this guy that happened with me like that in college. I had met him. I like my senior year. He was older than me and he stayed back in St. Louis. So I met him when I was back home visiting from college and then he would hit me up and we hung out once when I came home again. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then we didn't talk for a long time. And then he hit me up like, oh, we should link again. But I was like, eh, don't really feel like it. Let's not. But I was honest about that. Like, let's not so then he hit me up again like dang you ditched me last time Ken like let's really try again to hang out why did I not hear from him I said you know what you are crazy why were you hitting me up like this and then when the time finally comes I'm like okay and even recently he I forgot he dm'd me saying something on Instagram and I was just like why did you message me this you're like get out that's a lot of audacity it's a lot of audacity, but it's just like that could have easily just not happened. If you were busy, say that. If you had other stuff come up, say that too. Yeah. To, to harass people. And like you said, even with the guy who you were mentioning before to text me a year later and say that, what, what does that mean, Mr. Man? Plus, it's also like then you have guys too who are like, you're talking, talking for a while. And then you're trying to really like solidify like plans. And they're like, yeah, I'd be down to do this. Yeah, I'd be down to do that. And then it's like, okay, how does next week sound? And they get weird. Or it's like, when am I going to see you? They get weird. No, we that's are, another example. We are like, at a point that. now, if we live in the same city, mm-hmm. I am going to expect to see you. Like I can see if we met somewhere and then we live in different areas or you're super busy, but I don't like how some guys just want to text, text, text and never hang out. Like, right. nigga, I am not in high school. If <laughs> you want to text you all day. I can get paid for that on a sugar daddy site. Yes. Yes. Mr. Gerald would love to hang out with me. Right. We don't have to do this for free. At all. <clears throat> I don't and need two, a pen pal when I can get paid for it. I can get a prison pen pal. And two, like we mentioned before, nobody is that damn busy. You are going to figure out how to make time for something that you want and for people that you want to hang out with and see. 
So even, even that if whole it's just for like a quick coffee before you're going somewhere. Yes, even that whole dialogue of people being like, "Oh, people just want so much time." Mm, no, you know how much time you need to contribute to each relationship. Let that go. Hmm. The next one is doesn't respect my need for space. That's red a big flag, one. Red flag. Red flag. People can have their love language be like quality time or like physical touch, but, and like, I don't know, they want and they need and they fulfill that, but to respect somebody's boundaries, especially their space is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And also that's a red flag when I feel like you don't know how to have solitude with yourself either. Like, I don't know. I don't ever want, I like dating men that are social that do have friends, but if it's to the point where I feel like you're in any and any, everybody's face all the time, like you don't know how to be alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think it's concerning. Especially like, getting older, like to know how to be alone is a very important skill. It is. Cause you have, you have to know when to recharge and when to sit down and kind of just chill out and I don't like guys that are just I don't know I just don't like people that aren't like that or always want to be with me yeah clinginess is not cute it's not especially as a man you don't have any friends go hang out with they ass or (laughs) go you don't have like go with your family why you want to be with me all the time I'm not a woman like that like if I like a guy yes I'm going to want to spend time with you but to literally lay up under you and live in your skin not my ministry. The girls that maybe are doing for the it, first week. Give me like three to five business days, and then after, I'm gonna be like, leave me I, alone. I don't know. I don't. I have not lived in anybody's skin. <laughs> no, have I? No. Like I think what I've done is like okay. I will say I get very attached fast. Not attached. Maybe if I'm interested and I have a crush, I'm like, oh, I want to see you. Mm-hmm. But. I think it's like, I just want to see you. Like, I don't want to be like booed up laying around or anything like yeah. that. Like, yeah, I can get behind that. But it's like, if all you're going to do is lay around in bed, then no. Mm, no, I don't want to do that. The next one we have is saying it's fine when they're upset. Yellow That's just flag. how people handle emotions. Yeah, I was going to say yellow flag. <laughs> yeah i'd say if it's a consistent thing and then they like lash out in a different way later afterwards. yeah that's definitely a red flag mm-hmm. or but even if trying to pick like, at small stuff like trying to make things bigger than they actually are that's more of a red flag but mm-hmm. somebody who's like i'm fine or trying to move past it i can see if they're even trying to like i guess more so like rationalize their emotions because yeah. i'm a person who's like that at times even when i do get upset I don't like to argue because I feel like you can really say stuff and not be able to take it back. So I'm more like, let me go cool down. And then we come back to this and talk. My thing is when I'm upset, I'll say it's fine. And then maybe I'll open up later on. But if like I'm pushed or I'm still mad over it and I snap, there's nothing that I could say in that moment that would be nice. Yeah. And it very much goes for the jugular. Like I read people and then I can't take it back. And you can't like, I don't, I feel like you have to learn how to regulate those emotions at times. And even then, 
understand which way your partner is going to be more receptive because I feel like if you're so mad that you feel like you need to yell at me then yeah definitely come back because I am not a person who if you start yelling at me I'm not fucking listening to you mm-hmm. who are you I yelling don't at people yell at me who are you yelling at we can sit here and have a conversation but if you yelling I already have tuned you out so listen my mother is a Gemini as soon as somebody yells at me I blink I heard nothing you said and that's on trauma, period. Next one we have is <laughs> cannot hold a conversation. Red flag. Red yeah. flag. Because if you don't have social skills, I don't know what to tell you. Me neither. What are we going to do? What are we finna do? You shouldn't be dating if you don't have social skills. But some people don't. I I know a guy recently we were talking about this. Was, I was talking about this with one of my other friends. Always of what you doing, what you doing, what you doing, what you doing, babe. It is a Tuesday at 115. I'm fucking working. What do you want? It's always, what are you doing? Never let me send you a hundred dollars. That too. I mean, hell, even if you wasn't going to send a hundred dollars, you have my attention for at least those 30 seconds <laughs> that I'm reading the text. Like, damn, you was, you was really finna send me hundred dollars. What's going on? But still, yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely somebody that can talk for a long time. But again, I want it to be more of a conversation. I don't want to just be talking about myself or I just don't want to be talking about you. We should be like, okay, what's the commonality? What are you watching on TV? Who do you hang out with? What is your life? Shit like that. I've definitely met some guys where they have no type of social skills whatsoever. And then it's like, I don't I don't know what to do with you. Like, how have you gotten this far in life? How have you gotten this far in life and why do you think this is okay? Right. And it's always, it's always the white men that are like that too. Interesting. They have no social skills. Interesting. I feel like I've met more black guys who do that thing of being like, oh yeah, doing, what you doing? And I'm just like, what do you think I'm doing? There's one that, yes. There's one that I met this summer. Well, I'm literally like, he must be slow. Because he just be looking mouth wide open. <laughs> Not that you said that. You said this man just be looking around with his mouth open. Concerning. <laughs> like doodle bop from SpongeBob. Not doodle bops. No, nah, I haven't had anybody talk to anybody like that recently but I have met a few people who I'm like I feel like you need a little more in that area of knowing how to talk like again I feel like I'm the one bringing all the humor I should not be the funniest person in this room let's get this together man oh I'm always the funniest person in the room so I just but gotta that learn is so hard that. it's so hard to date men like that like I've only met a few men who I feel like were as funny as me like maybe literally two uh, but other than that, men still be giving me a hard time for being funny. They'd be like, you think you be, you think you being funny? I'd be like, this is hilarious. I am laughing as I sent that period. <laughs> and what about it? <sighs> Next one. Oh, okay. We kind of touched on this one. Poor communication skills. Yeah. We touched yep. on that. And this goes into texting, like poor communication skills, even like during texting. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Next one. So you go out on a date with a man and he's on his phone the whole night. Red flag. Red flag. 
Mm-hmm. Red flag. That goes back to social skills. Why the fuck would you ask me out and just be on your phone the whole time? Right. And I can understand like the last date I went on, we pretty much weren't on our phones, but we would check it like every here and there. And it'd be like a breaking conversation after we've been talking for maybe like an hour straight. That I can understand because you still got a life outside of this moment right here. So if you need to check, you need to check or, you know, you have to go somewhere after. It's a, okay. But look, but look, it's a difference in being like looking and putting it down as opposed to what are you scrolling? scrolling? What are you doing? No, I can't, I can't, I can't do that with people. Nah. And now I can say we're just chilling, but if we are, but what are you doing to know each other? That too. Until we're getting to know each other. I don't even like when my friends do that. Cause why are you here? Exactly. <laughs> you Unless we're really just chilling out, doing our own thing, but we're out in public, supposed to be engaging in any sort of activity. I think it's annoying. Red flag. Next one <laughs> doesn't call you the pet name you like to be referred to. <laughs> yeah, what they call you, stink butt? I don't know. <laughs> stink. <laughs> okay auntie no the pet name in preference when this question was submitted was doesn't call me princess like i've been asked to be referred to several times oh no no that's not that's actually (laughs) funny that's a funny because i feel like i used to date well he probably never mind i was gonna say he didn't want me calling this i dated this guy that was older but i would always be like what's up grandpa or papa and he's like please stop calling me like shut up it was like please stop and i was like next time you see him you gotta dap him up in the door frame and say hey uncle hey um we're like girl (laughs) (laughs) the next the last one is go on a date with this person and they are rude to the wait staff yeah red flag red flag doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense to have some fucking decency well he's like be a fucking lady like go out (laughs) in public and act like you got some sense i don't need you yelling at waiters or waitresses just being all out aggressive i I can't come with you no more there is this one movie that i can't remember the name of now but they all worked in a restaurant and they were like wait staff like cooks in the back and all that stuff and somebody was like rude to them in the movie and they like spit in this person's food, like honked up a loogie, like made some dirty ass meal. And ever since then, I was like, no, I was, I was never mean to them be, to begin with, but I was like, I, I'll be real cautious. Yeah. I have a friend that works at, well, works at a bar and uh, whenever we would go, and it would be other people there. I used to be waiting to see if they was going to be rude to them. Because I was about to, like, jump in and fight. Like, don't Oh, it's me. called Waiting. The movie's called Waiting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not, but yeah, I, I feel like, too. I feel like, too, if you can be nice to service people, then, yes, you have some de- decency as a human being. Because I'm sure they go through on a fucking daily having to argue with people. So you being 100%. one less person to argue with them amazing you're doing and this applies to like the team members too at like a chick-fil-a or mcdonald's or like yeah even like the customer service people at a target like anybody who's working any type of job like that 
the way you or treat even them, just so. in general people i don't like mean-spirited people like there was a guy like that who liked me he was still kind of mean and would just say whatever but then be nice to me and i'm like you still kind of an asshole to other people mm-hmm. and he's like well i'm nice to you and i'm like nah because you a flip on me that's the thing that's why i'm not taking what you say i'm taking it with a grain of salt the other day i was at target and i was trying to return something mm-hmm. that was broken and they're like oh we can't return this because like it's not in the packaging and we need the qr code and i was like okay can't you like grab another product for the qr code or it was yeah, all in my purchase details up? and then they're like trying to give it back to me like they're gonna give up and give it back to me and i was like i can't take this back because it literally does not work if that's the case like can i exchange it because like one i'd rather exchange it or get a return because like it literally doesn't work all i'm gonna do is throw it out yeah and they were making it so hard. And I was like, you know what? Remain calm and composure. Even though I really wanted to be like, make it make sense. Like this doesn't work. But you were like, you know what? Y'all been going through enough today and I don't even have time to raise my blood pressure. I'm going to mm-hmm. fucking leave. <sighs> okay. So to our next area we have, do we second date them or do we pass them along? <sighs> Left swipe right swipe now the first one so this goes into like last time a date had you fed up or fucked up Mm -hmm. so the first submission was from one of my friends and he got set up on a date and when he was on the date and they talk about they talked about something they realized there was a huge age gap between the two of them for him it was a deal breaker how big was the age gap though i believe he was like 24 at the time Uh and she was 34 or in like her mid 30s okay I if we reverse the situation I don't know if it would really be a hard left swipe for me Uh, I okay so I when I was 23 like I had just turned 23 I was interested in dating somebody that was 31. Mm-hmm. And I, when I found out their age, I wasn't upset, but it wasn't anything they hid from me. I feel like that's the thing too that comes into play if you're dating somebody older, like that person being upfront with you about their age as opposed to somebody like lying about their age I couldn't go on a second date if somebody had lied about their age but if we're meeting for the first time you're telling me this like oh yeah oh you you are this age well wow like I'm eight years older than you okay that's fine let me make my own decision based off of that but lying about it or like not telling me until much much later then I'm like excuse me (laughs) yeah I think for me It's not a hard no. I think sometimes I do question if there's that much of an age gap, like I'm 24. And I will say my age range on dating apps went from like my age to about like, no, it went from 26 to 33 at one point. Okay. And I will say that my concern would be if somebody's like 33, 34 years old and single and looking at 24 year olds or maybe younger, because at one point, when I was 22, I did go on a date with a 30, 30, almost 31 year old man. And he was extremely immature. 
So I feel like that's another thing you have to think about is like, how, are you immature or are you just open to yeah. opportunities? Yeah, I feel like some most times it's immaturity. Um, but I guess there mm-hmm. will be guys who are like, hey, like I know some guys that I in, interacted with that were a bit older than me. They were like, yeah, you know, I do want to settle down, but later in life, like I get mm-hmm. I am older, but that's still not my motto. I still want to have fun. And they were honest about that. And I was like, okay, you very much already give me bachelor vibes. So now that you said that, it makes fucking sense. Cool. Yeah. As opposed to you meeting, but I don't know. I meet guys our age and I'm still like, damn, you still so immature. This is crazy. Yeah. I feel like all these times that you think about so often I've heard when I've said like somebody being 33 to me, isn't a deal breaker to like my friends. And they're like, it would be for me because when they're 30 and above, they're looking to marry. And I'm like, that's not always true. A lot of them have been like working regular level jobs got that promotion now they're making a lot of real money yeah and they're not ready to settle down yeah I know a lot more guys who were like I played around a lot in my 20s so Mm -hmm. now that my life like you said is a little bit more stable I can put more into dating and have more experience but I still don't think I'm at that point to have a wife I don't know I feel like when I meet men our age and they're like I'm ready to get married that's a red flag and I'm not going on another date with you I feel like if you're, you're trying ready to, to get kidnap married me. at 24 and you haven't been in this relationship for like years prior, like I could understand getting married at 24 when you've been with this person since like freshman year of undergrad. Literally, that would be. But if you're like out there actively looking for a wife, I don't know. I don't Literally, know. I have a I have a rosary right here. If you <laughs> are a man, if you are a man and you are 25 and we go on a first date and you already talking about marriage. I am not going on another date. On our first date? I'm not going back on a date with you. Who's talking about marriage on a first date? I'm sure there are men. There are men. It's men I have, have that have known women for two or three months. And they're like, yeah, you know, we go get married. You my future wife. Like, you are <laughs> sick. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Right then and there. okay so the next one could really be on the bounds of chivalry is it really dead um he insisted that he opened the door for you but wouldn't let you out of the car now i do need a little bit more background on this story and i didn't get it but wait did you get kidnapped because right i was like did you open the door how did somebody open the door for you but won't let you out Now, if I understand the insistent on wanting to open the car door, I've had guy friends who are like that. We're like, if they get out the car before me, they go open the door. Or we're walking to the door, they're going to open the door. But not letting you out. What the fuck? Because why are you playing? (laughs) How are you alive to write that message? (laughs) Clearly, you got out the car. I don't know how. (laughs) i'm gonna say hard pass though i'm gonna say hard pass yeah i mean they didn't give us enough details but i'm gonna have to say no just what i'm thinking about like no i'm not going another day i'm gonna say hard pass and call a hotline next one (sighs) lied about political affiliation so in the sense where now this is a thing these days for on their profiles the list that they're liberal but when you get to talking with them or on the date, they're like, I am 
fiscally conservative but socially liberal. <laughs> I oh. So this has happened to me before. And maybe like times that I didn't know that the person was like that, but at least one time it was said to me. Um I don't know. I feel like that's a hard barrier because now like being fiscally conservative looks a lot different than it did in the Trump administration. It was still pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, right I was going to say if a man took me out on a date and was like, I voted for Donald Trump, I'm not going on a date with you. No. Because it's like saying socially liberal is like, oh, when I talk about things, like I realize that it's differing from what I feel. But I don't know, because I feel like if you talk about being fiscally conservative, that kind of comes down to equal equal rights in the same part. Yeah, like I said, I don't know. I can't. The more I think about it, I would say nah. No. Mm -mm. I feel like, honestly... I don't know how which one of the Mari sisters does it, but to date somebody like from a completely different set of political beliefs from you is pretty difficult because that also comes down to fundamentals and like morals. Yeah. 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 I don't think I could date. And it's really actually very difficult to start a family and like raise children having two yeah. sets of different beliefs. Because I mean, as much as we want to believe their social fundamentals, a lot of things even dissolve into more of like social rights and mm-hmm. human issues so i'm like if you align with one particular party uh you may be a bad person <laughs> that's why you always got to ask them how do you feel about equal and free housing <laughs> how do you feel about student loans being canceled very much so very much so next one so you are on a date with a man and he kept saying you were hood hell no what (laughs) even me like i know there was a there was a period of time i feel like he went on social media even like black girls were doing this but always talking about some oh i need me somebody who know how to be soft and hood at the same time like bitch what do you mean that's like when people say something is ghetto it's like, so what are you using as reference for that, though? First like, of what all, is the spectrum? First of all, I cannot stand when I hear white people say, call something ghetto. I'm very much like, what do you mean by that? Because I need ghetto? an explanation. I need a full explanation to what you believe ghetto is and why you are attributing this one thing that you're claiming it to be. What, what's the gangster. connector? What is the connection, honey? Come on. Tell me now. No. Like, are we talking about the Super Bowl halftime show? Even if I want to go out with like a black guy and he be from like an upper upper class family or something, he's like, you know, thought you were kind of ghetto. I would be like, I am appalled and offended that you would even open your fucking mouth to say that to me. And that you bold enough to just go around asking people this. Like what? I would have got up and left. Yeah, calling somebody hood, ghetto, any of that. Mm, no, Mm-mm. no second date. No. Microaggressions don't fly here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No second day here. Hard left. Pretty much. Next one. Ghosting before the day even happened. Canceling day of. So we kind of talked about this earlier on red flags. Or not. Nah. So I'm going to go with hard left swipe. Pretty much. Pretty much. Very much hard left swipe. Nah. 
even then um Cam, I had a discussion with somebody about this because you're talking about how somebody was trying to like cancel on them a few times before, like they kept canceling. Then when they actually had to cancel, the person was like, not trying to be funny. I thought you're trying to get back at me because I had previously canceled. And it's like, nigga, what? Nobody said you were special. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But hey that happens with a lot of people I don't get it now the next one is this is a very obvious one and once I finish reading it it is very obvious what the answer is but you get mad at okay (laughs) so you're going on a date with this person you're at the date and you're playing ping pong this person gets mad that you won ping pong and throws his phone at you (laughs) uh yeah we're never going on a date again and we may have a physical altercation you're gonna see these assault charges (laughs) what that's nuts i am screaming hell no no i'm not going on a date why would you throw a physical object naomi campbell not naomi campbell you are not throwing a phone at me the audacity I would have broken Just, a pool stick over your head. because, And it's like, you, you can't even blame the context. You can't even be like, but what if it was playful? You throw a straw. You throw a napkin. You throw an empty plastic cup. Damn near, that's a lot, the empty plastic cup. But a phone? <laughs> a phone is a completely different, like... <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how this all went down. <laughs> This reminds me of the time when I was like eight or nine and I got upset that my mom beat me in Monopoly. I think I might've been 11 actually. And I threw the Monopoly board at her. <laughs> so either way, it's very immature to get that upset over ping pong. <laughs> I mean, you are going to throw a physical object at me. I'm pretty sure Naomi Campbell's assistant filed assault charges. So she go did get your coin. because bitch, what was you thought it said me? We are adults. <laughs> Can you not communicate with words? And two, like you said, why are you that upset that you just go throw something at me? Like, A fucking phone, bro. Imagine ducking, like, nigga, did you just throw something at me? I have a 13 Pro Max. That is a weapon. That is a weapon. Even Imagine when I had an iPhone, hitting you. I don't even. It doesn't even matter the type of model of an iPhone. I remember one time. It might have been my iPhone X, or it might have been my six. What? No, you said it doesn't matter the model. I am screaming because all iPhones are fat as fuck. It's go hard. They're hard. I dropped one on my face once. I dropped one on my face a couple times, but one time it busted my lip. And that's when I was like, you know what? These are not safe. So getting it thrown at you. That would incite violence. Okay, the next one. (laughs) Can't get over that though. (laughs) Okay, next one. (laughs) This one's fucked up. Okay, so 
you're on a date, but you're with your friends too. And this guy took your face in front of your friends and licked it. Wait, what? Like grabbed your face and licked my face in front of my friends? <laughs> Grab your face and licked it. No. What? What kind of freaky shit? Kind of weird shit. Not even freaky weird. Like he licked my face and I did not ask him to do that. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not even a fan of PDA. Like, no, we're not gonna but do licking this. my face. I would be so That's mad dark. if you licked my contour off. Yeah, and I mean to why do you feel comfortable, especially if we're out and about people been sweating, a little perspiration, and you just go like I know it was salty. It was. That's why I don't like men who like ears. I hate men that are <laughs> kissing ears. I'm like, damn, get get your ass back. I have like five that earrings in. One of my ex situationships, whatever. My ex, I have, whatever. I literally have one, two, three, four earrings in one ear. I, I clean this as much as possible, but I know you taste in pennies because it's all. So it I have metal. three, and at the time I had two, and my second earring came off in his mouth. Oh, girl, he was slobbing you down. <laughs> I think it was like the back of my earring came off. And I was like, that's a choke hazard for one. But two. That is gross. He just slobbing. My, like, my little piercings get a little crusty sometimes. You go suck my damn earring out, though, you freaky bastard. Get At that point, I'm not even my toes. I'd rather you lick my big toe than suck on my ear. Like literally, you're gonna suck my earring out. God damn. Do you like Get the back. taste of Claire's earrings? Ugh. Tea tree it's oil. Giving very much pennies. Pennies. Peroxide. Like, get off. <laughs> that is so gross. Oh I, I do not kiss men's ears. Like, ew. No. Sick. Okay, the next one is, so the person you're on on a date with smokes cigarettes, and hell no, (laughs) (laughs) and they smoke a cigarette, don't even brush their teeth or chew gum or something, and they go to kiss you. Now, if I was drunk and I was blacked out and I was out, I'd been like, okay, I would have liked that. I would have liked that. I can deal with guys that smoke weed as opposed to guys that smoke cigarettes. No, I'm very trashy when I'm drunk. I'll Ugh, not <laughs> I cigarettes, might party, though. I might chain smoke a cigarette. You. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm out with you and we are drinking and I see you smoking a fucking cigarette. <laughs> I'm dead ass smacking the cigarette out your mouth. Oh, first of all, I'm an asshole, but I, I partake when I'm drunk. My junior year roommate. Has that is disgusting. I smoked two cigarettes back. To- <laughs> that is disgusting. Flinch. I didn't even flinch, bro. I enjoyed it. I admit I when I'm drunk. Disgusting. What kind of what kind of first off, what kind of cigarettes were you smoking? I think they're like Marvel Gold. You are disgusting. Literally, if I was your friend, I would be like, "Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Or are you fucking kidding me?" If Bella had you chain smoking, I can do it. Uh, no, that's disgusting. People smoke cigarettes. I don't ever want to be going through that much in life. I'm gonna send you the meme. Have you seen that meme of Cardi B where she got like three cigarettes in her mouth? 
I mean, like, boo, because I feel like if you need to smoke three cigarettes at one time, you're stressed the fuck out. But I no, feel like I, that I video, that picture of Lisa Simpson, grown Lisa Simpson, <laughs> stressed the fuck out <laughs> with a cigarette. That's me. Cigarettes are gross. It cracks me up when I see people to this day, like, drunk, like, smoking jewels in the middle of bars and shit. I cannot. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll admit, I did that too. I had a jewel. But I have asthma. I don't know why I ever did why this. Why did you have just, a jewel? What? Can I would just start coughing and crying. Like, I still can't even smoke weed. I just cough and cry. But where did you get a jewel from? What made you say, let me vape? I had three. And I would lose them. And you said, you know what, guys? Oh, it's better than vaping. seeing me buying a pack of American Spirits light blues. I don't know. Vaping is vaping takes me out too. You gotta have some strong ass lungs to vape. It's so hard. That's a lot of smoke. It's very painful. I can. I bet. I bet. I really bet. <laughs> okay, the next one, and this is the last one we have of this segment. <sighs> He said the R word and you corrected him and he said, sorry, my humor is vulgar. Yeah, I can't go on a date with you. <laughs> nope. Nah. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Gotta go. Gotta go. Can't do it. Because that's not even like a apology that was wrong of me. That's like a love it or leave it. Basically, like, damn, you just not. Okay. Cool. Nope. It's not gonna take anything into consideration that I said. Okay. Got to go. So now that we've wrapped up that one, let's get to the make it make sense. Now this one, <laughs> this one is juicy. Okay. Too juicy. So today, I <laughs> said, don't laugh. okay so for about the past three weeks i have been dming a certain reality tv star and this show that he was on may or may not he may or may not have gotten married he definitely was in a relationship definitely was engaged don't know the status of that relationship right now to this day but they did not get married I don't know if they're still together or if he's single. I will say he has come off awfully single. And at first it started off as a joke of me DMing him. And then it turned into like flirting. And I just started to do it because it was funny. Like I just started going back in because it was funny. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is definitely going to get me in trouble. And this show, a new episode airs next week where it's like the up-to-date of like what's going on since then and (laughs) I saw some TikToks get leaked of what the reunion is going to look like for this show and the person on the show that I've been DMing is allegedly giving the relationship another try and is allegedly in another reality tv show that will probably end up with him being in another relationship if he's not in this one currently so for a while, my friends have been like, oh, you should definitely like sell the story. <laughs> and while I didn't sell the story, 
after I saw a clip from the reunion and his alleged possible mm-hmm. significant other being gaslit in front of everybody and crying over not being nice to him. Um, and that I heard that they possibly are rekindling or working things out to get back together. I decided to snitch on this man <laughs> to not only his alleged girlfriend or fiance, but also to the same reality TV TikTok blog that posted all these spoilers and the latest and greatest information. <laughs> so that is the tea for this episode, but it also brings it to the topic for Make It Make Sense. If you knew somebody was in your DMs who was in a very public relationship and saying, I want to see you, like being very flirtatious, would you snitch? Ooh, I don't. Okay. I'm going to try to present myself as being a better person than I actually am. Um, it's so circumstantial and so situational too. Because I mean, I don't know. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Have you ever been in a mood to be messy? That's how I was. I wanted nothing to do with this conflict. I wanted to keep it private. So that like, you know, if you ever hit me up again, um, but you know, I felt really bad. And then I was like, this could end up really bad, but also who gives a fuck? Cause nice. it's not, it's not going to make me look bad. No, 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 no. That doesn't make you look bad whatsoever. It's mostly the other person at hand, but I don't know. People put on such mask to present themselves to be one way and be a completely another way in public. Well, in private. Um, so I personally don't see anything wrong with snitching. Again, I think it was more so you being very honest, like, hmm, this person is being a little conniving. Mm-hmm. Now, I get to a certain extent that they may be trying to put on a persona, you know, due to just how we even know reality programming to be. Cause there can be a lot of behind the scenes things, but it's still like, hmm, you're not telling the whole thing. No, nope. I mean, everything will come to the light. I know. And I realized too, like, I definitely wasn't the only person he was hitting up mm-hmm. because this person made a Snapchat probably never had a snapchat before until like now because it was straight up his first and last name um but i think he never had one and made one because you honest to god like the problem with this is like you get on a show and then you become like this hot commodity for a little bit yeah and but you're supposed to be married or you're supposed to be engaged or you're supposed to be in a relationship by the end but of that's it. why i don't get those shows like I know me personally could you see yourself doing a reality show similar to that or being um so the show that he's actually on (laughs) I did apply for what Um, yeah reality Kenny I want to go on reality tv so bad 
I can see it, then I can't. Because again, I know you, you are so sarcastic. So I can, I can see some of them playing into it, but then sometimes those people are very clueless. So that's true. I personally, Um, I, I don't think I could do reality television. I think it's kind of difficult because I don't know. I think this situation is like, how do you deal with that now? Because you probably have people that are now interested in you. Based off of the fact that they've seen you in this space. Yeah. And then you're like, well, fuck. Like, and so I- they kind of get have insight to you that you don't have into them. I don't need people knowing more about me than I know about them, especially in terms of like put- being potential romantic partners. No, Mm-mm, no. And that's kind of the part that sucked about like, rdms is because there was a point where i was kind of like wait am i actually like enjoying you because it started off with me talking shit and i was like i'll fight you (laughs) and then i was like wait am i actually enjoying you and then that's another weird thing to try to like figure out yeah yeah and i I think it was like mutual at one point where it was kind of like okay wait i actually like enjoy you but like it's messy yeah I don't know I don't think I've ever I've never been in a circumstance such as yours or or in a similar predicament I don't know I I mean I hit on it I've talked to some guys or DM some people where I've been like okay hey I see you a little blue check mark but (laughs) at the end of the day I'm still like I don't really see where it is going Cause I mean, too, most times with guys like that, who are already very public and have public personas, like you said before, you already know it's people on them just off the mere fact that they've seen them somewhere. Like people are going to latch on to that. Right. And they don't care about the relationship. No, no, they don't care whatsoever. They just like, I'll just go bring me a little bit of clout or fame, or I can get next to you to get next to this other person. I can't even tell you how many of my friends were like, get your slot into the reunion <laughs> just That's, show up just show up right get your little time and I was like no like nothing you happened. know what you're being funny they may have you come on there too just out of spite like hey hey oh, no. remember how we talked to you about that one person well yeah we're, we're actually friends with the producer we would love for you to come on it's just like fucking oh. dr drew just say like a snippet you can come from behind the curtain like on Mari and I actually like really wanted to go on that show too (laughs) just like the messed up part I am screaming what would you do if no matter what happens next if they were like hey we're reaching out to you just based on this we'd love to have you on and talk more I don't think I would want to go on that show specifically just because of the timeline of how the relationship would have to go. Mm. And I'm like, that's terrifying. It is. I'm not a fan of the show that we're discussing, discussing, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting to see how those relationships pan out. Cause I mean, you're kind of, most of the relationships are based on proximity. They don't know anything else about this person outside of the fact that they happen to be within this this confined space with them. 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like dating without bounds. But I'm like, that's bullshit too, because yes, it's a lot of bounds. <laughs> right. But it's also like, I don't know. I think honest to God, like the reason why it didn't work out for me and going on that show was one, I was 23 when I had applied. <laughs> so there's like no real reason for me to be going on that show. They're like, look, you need to live some more life, hon. Come back. <laughs> we need to be, uh, we need you to be a little bit more emotionally damaged. Package goods. And then we'll see. And I was having some fucking stories. Normal. No. They all were just like a little nuts. But no, then literally. that also too, on top of that, like I flat out said, like, not that I'm shallow, but like, honestly, physical appearance and attraction still matters to me. So same. If he was shorter than me, I would have walked out the door. Now mine wouldn't have been a thing of them being shorter than me. Mine would be more so like, I don't know. Like you said before, it's an attraction. I don't think I have a type, but I do need to be attracted to the person that I'm going to eventually end up with. Mm -hmm. If at any point in time I have to play it up like, oh, Sydney, you really do like him or isn't he so cute? Like if that's something that I have to really run across my mind frequently, then I know that person isn't for me. Like, I need to be off GP. Like, if I have to I, convince he's fine. myself you're attractive. He is fine. I had to do that once, actually, a lot of times. What? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. There's actually pizza guy, pizza man's, whatever, lives extremely close to my new apartment. Uh-huh especially like when I walk to one of the like train stops I have to god this sounds so creepy I have to walk past his street but Mm -hmm. I remember the whole time during that I was like convincing myself that I was like oh I'm attracted to this person when there was like little things where I was kind of like no I'm not and then I was like yes I am no I'm not and I was like I think the worst part is like having to convince yourself you're attracted to somebody and then it like just turns out shitty kind of kind of because you're like I didn't even know if I wanted you and now yeah. you have this yeah 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 now I can see that be yeah I've definitely had that happen like once or twice where I was like okay let's see where this goes and then it went nowhere and I was like girl they'll let you then know then it was not gonna go nowhere <laughs> if you have to convince yourself it's not it but you know what too there have been guys that I've been interested in in the past who weren't conventionally attractive like I got to be around them and interact with them more and I'm like damn we got a lot in common like okay Mm -hmm. okay or some guys who like I don't know it was weird I had a (laughs) oh let me not tell my business (laughs) hold on um (laughs) no so there was this guy who I kind of had a fling with over the past summer and he was somebody who was, I feel like, conventionally attractive, but I had never seen him in that light until we had some more interactions. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then so forth. Um, I mean, nothing happened, but it was just more of like, okay, I already thought this person was attractive. And now we fell into having more conversations and talking and hanging out. And I'm like, okay, 
I can kind of see this more so being a thing as opposed to it being the other way around where I'm like, yeah, he is cute, girl. Look at him. I mean, y'all might, he might, if he changed the way he wore them jeans or got you might have just explained the premise though of that show. So maybe, maybe just step outside of your little comfort zone you I feel like you have to but then I'm not a person who always is gonna do that especially when Hmm. it comes to dating because most times ladies you right the boundaries you have already established the type of man you are attracted to most times you don't need to go changing it up you know what you like and you know what's gonna work best for you do not let other people's perceptions of you get into your head like oh well you know you don't have anybody so maybe you're just being picky don't let that get to your head you're being picky for whatever reason you know are people that say you need to lower your standards to find the person you don't because literally you're going to end up with that person that you lowered your standards for and still be upset when it doesn't work out in the end like damn I even lowered my standards for this person and it still did not work out like exactly you could have just kept your dignity and not mess with them at all you would have been fine with you yourself and you basically you would have not had to go through whatever experience so to speak the I don't trauma. know the trauma of the experience I literally have told my friends that though before my friends like maybe I should just give him a chance and see where this goes and no you're you're going to see where it goes and you're going to be disgusted and disturbed and sure enough they like I cannot believe I went out with them like I had this this and that and this person only had this and I'm like I told you and they're like what excuse can I use for that time <laughs> like <was laughs> nothing I- nothing that time is now gone you can't even get it back I'm sorry Purr. that's the most depressing part it's like the time and effort I put into this person and I can't get it back you can't you can and maybe that's a maybe that's the interesting thing to me I feel like about reality television shows especially when it comes to forming those relationships with people I'm just like now what if you had used that time differently right. I mean I, I I get what they want out of the experience because most times with reality television it's not just the relationship they also want the notoriety so it's like okay you are getting that but at what expense hmm Especially if they flip it on you and you go back and see whatever and you're like, oh, I look crazy. It's a mess. I look crazy. I look like a fool. I don't know why somebody. Honestly, I know this is completely separate. I do love 90 Day Fiance. I haven't watched it. Except that shit is like, it's kind of depressing from what I've seen on TikTok because they blatantly do not like any of their partners. Well, some of them do. Some of them do like their partners and they're trying to make it work. I feel like 90 Day Beyonce, the earlier seasons are a lot more wholesome than more recent seasons. Like the earlier seasons, they were trying to build a connection. They were trying to, I guess, give this person whatever lifestyle they felt like they deserved once they came to the United States of America and this change of direction from their lives. But in other cases- Also, you know how messed up that is? That they're like, you got to come to America. Hell nobody want to be here don't nobody want to be here but hell some of them they used to be coming like oh my gosh i remember fuck what's the name it's one couple on 90 day fiance they got a spinoff show where it was a it was a black lady and her husband or wait she was like 
okay, she was black American and her husband was like Afro Dominican or something, but he was coming over and literally he was really sweet, but she was such a B word. And I was like, do you want to be with him or do you not? And he was really trying to like make a life for her and everything else. But she was like, I need a man to do this for me. I need a man to do this. I'm like, are you expecting him to come to the USA and be a millionaire? Because I could have swore he said, girl, I come from a working class family. My family is expecting me to send money back. I cannot buy you Gucci and Chanel. There was one couple where I think he is Polynesian. Mm-hmm. And she's American. Mm-hmm. And he is so immature. And they had like kids and stuff. And they're trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And he was like full blown taking naps and like walking on the furniture <gasps> and stuff. Yes. Oh and my I was gosh. like, revoke the green card. Girl. Are Angela and Michael? I, I know Angela and Michael. That's the mm-hmm. white lady who voted for Trump and her husband's Nigerian. <laughs> And she took him over yes. a, a Make America Great Again hat. And he was wearing it. And people was looking at him like. They don't know any different. But it, I think it was the way the lady said his name too. She's, I forgot where she's from. But she always be like, Michael. Michael. <laughs> hey girl, <laughs> leave this man alone. Go home. And he even told her, he was like, look. And the country I'm from, I forgot which, I think it was like a West African country. But he was like, look, I can't even have pictures of white women in my phone because they go think I'm scamming. And she was like, I cannot believe that. That makes no sense. But still, it was a lot going on. Um, one thing I am curious to know though, did did the play did the TikTok that you gave the tea to? What has their response been about the whole ordeal? I was worried at first that this person wouldn't believe me. You know, like that was the worrisome part, which is crazy. Um, And I was like, I have screenshots I can send you. And he was kind of like, no, you don't have to send me anything like that. Like full fledged, believe me, just because of the character of this person, like throughout everything. And he's like, this doesn't surprise me at all. Like he's an idiot. And, and I feel like that's a good thing, but I don't know. I think it's weird that I was worried that like, I wouldn't be believed. Interesting. But I, then when I started going through the conversation, cause I was like, oh, I'll send you screenshots. I ended up not sending screenshots. Cause I was like, what is he going to do with them? Like, you should have no put point. some screenshots of the podcast in there too. Like, oops, my bad. This is my podcast too. Y'all my can bad. promote this. But I thought about it after. And I think part of me was really worried to say something because I was afraid that like it would be blatantly obvious that it was me. But when I saw this person's Snapchat score like triple from when we had started talking, that like you're doing something. Oh, he said, I got the tea now. I got the Mm -hmm. juice. Basically, I have the juice now. So and I have take this up a notch. I got a lot of stuff on my phone too. So I don't know. I think it was like, if it's necessary, if it's necessary, but I was kind of like, you don't have to make a podcast about it at all. Like I, not a podcast, a TikTok about it. Like, cause mm-hmm. that's a little too obvious. Um, he's like, oh, I'll throw shade in my next TikTok. So I'll know when I see it. 
yeah I think I was like so nervous about not being believed and I was like that's the stupidest thing ever because and then also I was kind of like okay well I'm gonna get shit on because I flirted back but I was like no like there's no necessary need for me to get like shit on first because it's also like from my perception from that behavior he was single even though I asked Mm -hmm. twice during the conversations and I was like oh your engagement or like oh your fiance and I literally sent him pictures too like while I was watching the show so he knows I was watching and I sent him pictures of himself while I was watching the show and he was like engaging with it like I just he was like what are you doing and I literally was like I just watched you get engaged so and that's also like anybody who follows me like and if you're listening it's very evident who I'm talking about too because I haven't posted stuff on my story about like just what I was seeing and I was like what the fuck like this is really funny so I don't know I definitely came across as a fan but I think it's just because I thought it was so funny like watching like based off the conversation I I only started watching after we had started talking Ah, I had watched clips smart woman most people would be like okay I started watching then I stopped it would be the obvious So what had happened was it was Super Bowl Sunday and I was scrolling through TikTok for like the weekend and I was seeing like consistent videos of this man on my For You page. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was like, what? Is he okay? Like, I was like, what the fuck? And so when we, my friends and I were pre-gaming, getting ready together before we were going out for Super Bowl Sunday, um, we decided to turn it on and just kind of watch it while we were like eating and like drinking and stuff and we were on and off paying attention but there was things like when his scenes would come up where I just kind of wanted to understand why everybody hated this man so much and then I was like whoa okay I get it and (laughs) so I was already like a little tipsy and I posted a story and I said like if I ever see you because this season's cast of the show is this is giving it away completely um, I mean, it's a lot going on. This, yeah. this, I can't say this is very much the spiciest season. I'm sure it's going to only get spicier because they had their drama last season, but um, they're really playing it up. They're taking it up a notch. I yeah, but it was completely filmed in Chicago, completely. And everybody's from Chicago. And there's like other guys on this season that I know that I've met like prior for that prior to them being on the show mm-hmm. and even one of them I had met after well, that it was filmed and sense. I had no idea he was even on the show and he asked for my contact info and so I was like what the fuck because this was after like way after filming had wrapped um but like this person I was like if I ever see you on the streets it's rap like it's rap like I'm, I'm gonna fight you and he had reposted the story and was like name the place and time when it's actually time and place um but same difference y'all know what she meant same thing but he said that not me he's the dumb one um (laughs) but I was like oh god like and then I just like went on from there but because of that interaction and the one that followed where it was like seven to eight hours of talking after that like nonstop, that I was like okay now I need to watch the show because I want to know what happens. Because I was like, am I talking to somebody who is like full-blown engaged and married right now? But 
I watched it and then I was like okay well I don't know what's going on and I like kind of wanted to know so I'd said something twice and then like he had said something to me recently and I full-blown responded and was like so are you single yes or no and received no response so I feel like that answered my question which is why I was kind of like you know what yeah yeah I, don't, I mean, man, man or nuts. Either they all are. That's the crazy part. Like it, mentally it unwell. They are. It does not matter what position in life they are. Even in their profile, their <laughs> persona, if they are somebody that's more public or more private. I don't know. They do too much. Men do too much in general. Even... Even this one couple who I refuse to name just because I'm sick of them and I am sick of seeing them in the tabloids and in the headlines. I don't understand it because it makes no sense. But the man in the relationship is much more unstable than the woman. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm tired of hearing about it. I mean, it's it's somebody everybody knows. It's literally y'all know who I'm talking about. It's literally Kanye and Kim. I'm oh. sick of hearing about them. I thought you were about talking about Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert. Oh, that TikTok was messy. Your girl posted that was supposed to be about them. That was very messy. I love her TikTok, by the way. I cannot promote it because she is not paying for this episode. Um, but yeah, it's a white lady on TikTok that reenacts all these anonymous stories based on celebrity encounters that she hears and they're hilarious now she's getting sued for that one though my thing is though can they actually sue her i don't think so but the problem with those episodes is like unless they're told to be anonymous she literally cites the source yeah and i mean too she doesn't she's not technically what's the word She's not spreading the rumors or whatever, but like yeah, it's not defamation because she never said these people's name and she never explicitly said this is what they did. She's literally she'll just like saying as told, yeah, like as told. She'll like the comment when people guess it, but even then, when I was telling one of my friends about that TikTok, she was like, "Oh wait, I knew about this because something had happened with him in a club and like hitting on other girls." So I, I don't know. I think the more part that's defamation out of all of it was that person saying that she does coke <sighs> I was like the cheating people can get over and get rid of because people I feel like the thing in that relationship that really made it popular but even then they didn't Taylor. say she didn't say coke in the thing she said like candy yeah so even how she but what about referencing it who knows but she I said she know. OD'd in it too so that was the thing is that she had too much candy and ended up in the hospital so i feel okay. like that's the more part that's defamation out of everything more than i feel like but she too, had to I mean, back too, after on. true but technically though my own thing is too with social media how much of that do we even have ownership of so None how can they even sue her to say hey this is your word like girl y'all better sue tiktok leave me the hell out of this well that's why that account posted that tiktok too 
recently that was like, these are all stories I'm being told. Like, I'm not responsible for anything. Because I mean, she's technically not. And mm-hmm. again, she's publishing it to a online platform. At the end of the day, they have ownership of it. Unless she's commercializing from it, like making t-shirts, saying who, saying who it is. I don't. Right. I don't see the issue. But nah, again, I don't think it's anything wrong with snitching. Especially nope. on men. Most men deserve it. Also, like, I don't care. Because <laughs> he said repeatedly, too, in our conversations, like, you're going to get me in trouble. And then I was like, I'm not telling anybody. I told. But you know what? <sighs> anyway. On to our next subject. You are drove. Now, you guys, new listeners, we typically do like you are drove as the new segment where we talk about somebody being drove in the news as of recently. Um, And drove is terminology for just when you thought something was going to turn out great and it did not. So with recent headlines, we're not going to talk about an actual news story because I'm sure you have opened up any app, any news station, and you've heard about current events, which are quite utterly depressing. So we're not going to talk about the news news. We're going to talk about some some other stuff. Um, But I can say I was definitely drove for thinking that the Euphoria, Euphoria season finale would be any better than it was. Um, all in all, nothing made sense this entire season. So many plot holes, uh, even the ending, they didn't wrap up any loose ends. I feel like if anything, they just created deeper holes. (laughs) They created new plot lines for season three. And that's not how a show should end. No, because I will say, and I was telling Sid before this episode started, spoiler alert for anybody who has not watched yet spoiler alert again i'll say it when they killed ashtray ashtray they killed him off solely because when everybody was saying like fez was actually supposed to be the one that got shot which would make sense because apparently he was supposed to die in season one but the whole scene is so fucking weird to me because like one ashtray is a kid and i get it he's going to umbrella academy so he's going to be on a whole new show, but that is a child. Like that is a kid that's fucked up. And even the scene when he was dying and like, he looked scared. Like he looked scared. Like that shit was nuts to me. The thing was, it was nuts, but I still don't see, like you say, how it coincides with any of the other storylines. Why no. was this put in there? What, what purpose did this serve? What is the greater? And I think the other things that were weird to me during it was one, their grandma's still basically dead in the next room, unshot up, nothing unbothered. And I was like, how is Granny still alive during this, like, shootout? And then two, how the fuck does Faye become the hero of the storyline? Because She's she not had the hero. Days. She is not the hero of the storyline. Whoever is saying that. People are like, we must protect Faye. Like, we love Faye. And I was like, no. Faye had days to tell them, first of all. Second of all. Just because she told him in that moment and she wanted to quote unquote protect Fezco, I was like, Faye had time to do that. 
No, literally nothing about this season finale made sense. Um, and also, are we forgetting that Faye killed somebody too? Then that's why she went to live with Ashtray and Fez. Like, are we not going to talk about that? Again, why was this added? Mm-hmm. What what value does this bring to the story? And quite and like, frankly, Lexi's none. Play was, Lexi's play was funny, but was that necessary in the storyline? What greater purpose did it serve? None. Even the whole thing with like her and Maddie finally fighting. We've built up to this all season and all Maddie does is throw her down a few times. I needed a, a good fashion ass whooping. And then she's like, like, Nate broke up with me. And then Maddie goes, it's just the beginning and left. That's literally nothing. And then Nate having his dad arrested, but we're not going to talk about like every other thing that happened. Basically like Nate's sexuality, I feel like is going to be a huge topic of discussion in season three, if they decide to stick to that storyline, because him leaving the play, he was like, that was so homophobic. Like, I was like, is he coming out? now like no he's probably not he's a bad person i would never have any sort of sympathy or respect i feel like him when his mom was like oh this darkness came over you at a certain age i was like it's literally because of when he discovered his dad's porn stash like those videos but too nate is crazy anyway how he first of all case what's her i say casey cassie is nuts as well even the whole conversation she was having with her mom like i'm not a bad person like girl shut up <laughs> shut up we do not feel sorry for you and i like cassie a lot in season one and that's the thing that's why this season made no sense it literally took a complete 180 because i was thinking okay season one we got rue sobriety she relapses at the end i'm like okay how are they gonna play more into that um even the whole thing with Jules and Nate because I mean technically season one he he used Jules to get his own ulterior motive across when the guy had wind up choking Maddie or whatever well no he said that the guy choked Maddie basically but I mean Nate was always the super villain so for them trying to make him more human in season two I was like it's too late you guys have dug the hole too deep for his kids also we didn't talk about cassie's abortion at all no even mckay where has mckay been what what purpose did he serve as playing her boyfriend and having an an entire episode i don't get that no i'm okay with mckay not being in this season like he was in an episode briefly but also him being in the episode was weird to me because i was like you're now a sophomore in college but that was the thing. Why Why was he a main character during first season if he would literally only show up for 30 minutes in season two <laughs> throughout yeah. the entire duration of the season? And also, we don't even touch on the fact that he was sexually assaulted in college. Bro, Sam just be vibing. He just be doing whatever he want to do yeah. by I mean, basis of episode. Sudden goes back to being a cam girl. And we don't talk about that at all. And the way she broke up with Ethan, but like Ethan's fine. And even Danny. her storyline, that that scene with her and Ethan, we had had little to no scenes with Kat the entire season. No, he so literally demoted her. The none after. Literally, yeah. like Sam demoted some characters. He demoted Kat. He demoted McKay. Um. 
Jules, she was here in the first part of the season, and I thought she would be a bigger part of the season, considering when they gave the the um the series special, like how they did the one episode with Rue right after she relapsed around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Then then they did the episode with the jewels where she would see the therapist. I was like, okay, what is this setting us up for? Cause it's giving very elusive, like they were good episode, good episodes, but they didn't really entail what season two would look like. Cause technically after the episode with Rue, when she relapsed around Christmas, I thought that was going to be her like, okay, rock bottom. Now I'm getting back up. Like I'm building yeah. myself back up again. Whereas like, oh no, rock bottom is much worse. And even Elliot, what purpose did Elliot serve? Well, I love been- Dominic Fike as a person though because he's hilarious he's like y'all flame the shit out of me for that song and that's fine I love Dominic Fike like he is hilarious because he was like y'all really wasn't feeling that song no because what point did this serve wait what I have something point? very off topic to bring up but it involves Dominic Fike so okay. these videos are circulating of Kendall Jenner modeling in the off-white, like Virgil Abloh, like memorial show during uh-huh. Fashion Week right now. And she's and, for her to be a supermodel, she is okay. <laughs> I like her, but there's these videos circulating, and it's like Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's face when Kendall's in the show. I think that is bullshit because. If you look at this story that's out there of like, it's on somebody's Instagram story, but it's circulating and it's, they're now saying that they think Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner broke up because she was with Jacob Ellerty in Paris and Dominic Fike was there too, Fai Kadra. But if you watch the video, they're like joking that it's Kendall's birthday and like they bring over a cake and sing happy birthday. When you turn to Dominic Fike in the video, so it's Kendall and Jacob sitting next to each other and then some other person. And then you turn the camera, it's Dominic Fike and ASAP Rocky singing happy birthday to her. So it was like, clearly ASAP and Rihanna don't have an issue with Kendall Jenner if ASAP singing happy birthday to her <laughs> in the video. And also they allegedly dated in 2018. See that, you know what? We not gonna even talk about him because he... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. After Why I saw did somebody Bro, I haven't seen no I don't even think that would be one I would be interested in seeing. It was very mid. He seems like a mid dude. Nothing special. No pizzazz. Poor Riri. <laughs> Look what they say. If you like it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> ow that hurt my ear i'm screaming oh proverb if you like it i love it which technically means everybody hates it but trying to think of anything else any more plot devices Um, that weren't used properly there was like a little like little tension they've rewritten like rue's mom with a million different men throughout the course of season one and two. Like Ali and Rue's mom had a little bit of chemistry. Um, Rue's mom and 
Jewel's dad. That's one person who I want to know more about. Why do we spend the entire, why do we spend like 30 minutes on one episode about Cal when we don't know as much about Leslie? Like, I love Cal. Besides his creepiness, I think he's so fucking funny. Like that monologue. We did not need an entire backstory for his character, quite frankly. I think the characters that I really, he it could have been a special episode, no. a special second episode. No. I think I need one on fucking Elliot though. Like, how did he get here? Like, what did his life look like? All this stuff. Like, I don't know. And I knew they were washed up. He's just like a washed up dude. Well, he even said to Rue, like, he's not done doing drugs, but can we still be friends? And I was like, that's the first rule of like recovery. Like you can't be friends with other addicts. But two, how does he still have his shit somewhat together compared to Rue? Like for him to be introduced as this other drug addicted teenager, what is so different about him that he feels like he has this under control? And more importantly, that Jules is attracted to him. Does Jules just have a thing for addicts? what's I know her mom was like alcoholic but what is her own does she have another trauma to addiction that she's just attracting all of these people I hope this is the last we see of Rue and Jules after that like when she's like I love you Rue and Rue just like I watched the like I didn't get it I didn't get them having that chemistry I I like Rue as a character and I like Zendaya's portrayal of her and I like Hunter and I like Hunter's portrayal of Jules but them as an actual couple I did not see that chemistry it was all based on trauma like you know when you have like a trauma bond with somebody I don't even think it was trauma like I can see them having a very strong platonic connection yeah I don't know at the end of the day they were very different people Even how Jules, like, I feel like Jules was a person who went by experiencing life by taking it all in and being her own person and getting out there. Rue was a much more passive person. Just like Rue didn't give a fuck because she was high all the time, though. So it'll be very interesting to see how she acts. But here's the thing. I have always thought Rue was dead throughout the entire like duration of the show like since season one then even how she narrates the season finale I still don't think she's alive because she said I thought Jules was the love of my life so was the love of my life and then after she's like I stayed clean until the end of the school year or until like the end of yeah or yeah the end of the school year so it's like why are you saying I stayed clean until the end of the school year again Sam, what the fuck? <laughs> That's like whatever theory we have, I guarantee you what actually is going to be written into the show when it airs in 2024 isn't even going to remotely be. Am I going to watch expecting. it then? Am I going to watch it then? I, I want to say I'm going to watch it. To watch them in 2024. Yeah, because all of these shows, I hate that, that they're doing this. They're taking, I understand like COVID precautions, then actors have other contractual obligations to movies and other shows but I'm just like it should not take this long for one we only have like seven episodes we literally waited two years 
for me to only see 20 hours worth of content. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? But I don't know. Some of my other shows, you got any other shows that are coming back on? I feel a little bit more hopeful. Snowfall. Snowfall is back on. Atlanta's I started, returning. I started Top rewatching Boy. OC. So I watched the OC when I was like eight, nine, and 10 years old and <laughs> with my brother. And I just started rewatching it again. It's so dramatic, but it's so good. The OC was interesting to say it walked so a lot of shows could run like Seth Cohen like was literally Styles Stalinsky before Teen Wolf like they're the exact same person now you know what though I okay so I wasn't a big OC fan but I did love me some uh One Tree Hill I have never watched that you never watch One Tree Hill none of the characters look appealing to me First of all, Chad Michael Murray is beautiful. Don't say it. He like looks that. racist as fuck. Like he, I mean, he played a racist says, actor in uh the Alicia Keys music video. So I can he see He also it. played the cop in Fruitvale Station. Oh, I only watched that movie one time. It was way too fucking traumatic. So I didn't even remember. He I don't remember who is in that movie besides Michael B. Jordan. He consistently plays like these racist ass characters. And I'm like, I can't look at you the same now. I'm screaming. I loved One Tree Hill. Um, what was the other show that I liked too? Nah, I used, I like One Tree Hill. I tried to watch the OC, didn't get into it as much. Gossip Girl. I may yeah. start, I may restart Gossip Girl. Cause Gossip Girl was hilarious. I think I might restart that too. Gossip Girl was only hilarious because they were such snobs and they were completely okay with it. Like and even how they so did the reboot. First of all, though, it's so funny now because when they made the, re- I remember when they were promoting the reboot of Gossip Girl and people were like, oh, we wonder how this is going to like, you know, what, how this is going to look compared to the old Gossip Girl, like the characters, even the dynamic of, um, all of the different families and so forth and they were like oh you know actually with the new gossip girl we're gonna make sure that this one doesn't speak to things like racism or classism or all of this elitism and people are like then what the fuck are we watching it for that's what I was watching it for like I wanted to see people be snobs in Manhattan or they'll be like oh ew poor people literally literally it was a great show gossip girl was a great show I might rewatch it. I don't know if I want to watch the new one. Sometimes I don't like reboots of things. Like Most times reboots Wolf, aren't good. I was obsessed with Teen Wolf growing up. Like that was my show. And See, I just, like, I, I started off liking Teen Wolf. And I liked the other show too that used to come on MTV. Do you remember, what was it, Awkward? Yeah, I loved Awkward. But then as it got later on, I was like, what the fuck is the point of the show now? Jenna's just sleeping with everybody now. Like... Maddie McKibben and Jenna were like solid. Like she didn't need to get into a relationship with Jake. She didn't need to do all of that. Also, where is Maddie McKibben these days? That man was fine. Somewhere. I don't know. Being white. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's such a good question. I also was a big fan of Glee. Now that I think about it, I was a very big Glee fan. But you know what? 
I fucking love uh, Ryan Murphy because he also made American Horror Story. Like he has a twisted little brain. He made Glee. He made American Horror Story. And he also made Nip Tuck. That was a great show as well. Ooh, I should watch that. Nip Tuck was dark, but a great show. Nonetheless, nonetheless. Oh, Maddie McKibb is an engaged man now. Boo. To a girl that looks just like him. <laughs> I'm not even going to speak to that because what? Uh, oh my gosh. I feel like we touched on a lot of things today. This was an interesting episode, nonetheless. I know, maybe I should take my writing skills for a spin sometimes. Well, I'm mad about should, the way it's freezed on your face. I wish I took a picture. No, I should have had it how it freezed on you. You were like whipping your hair, but it just had you mid whip. Oh, my neck broke. <laughs> <laughs> it literally just showed you like moving your head. And I was like, wait a minute, what did she say? What did she say? What did she say? But you guys, that's it. Like this week's episode it was fun we touched on a lot of stuff uh i'm sure you guys are gonna want all the tea about this episode um but you know stay tuned stay abreast we're gonna bring up some more of this stuff that happens because this is a continuation for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. please know please know we definitely are going to tell you guys what happened if it had us sped up or fucked up and so forth. But that's it, you guys. Ciao. Hasta la pasta. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.